don't cross this line in your business. How many of you would say that you struggle maintaining boundaries in your business? Come on now. We've all been there, myself included. So today I really want to break apart this idea of having boundaries in your business, especially because many of us are on the brink of a very busy season up ahead of us. And if you don't set up these boundaries right now, you're going to find yourself exhausted on the verge of burnout. You are going to feel resentful toward your clients for crossing these lines. And I don't want that to happen to you. This is something that I took way too much time to actually put into play and follow. And so that's why I am taking the time to dedicate another episode to talking about the things that matter in your business that aren't always the most exciting things to talk about. So we're going to cover boundaries and some specific topics and struggles that you guys have mentioned to me that you struggle with. So let's dive into boundaries. All right. The very first set of boundaries that we are going to cover are business hours. So business hours does not just mean the time that you are physically taking sessions. Okay. Working hours, business hours, they, that involves a lot of different things. Okay. So responding to clients, working past a certain time, figuring out when you're going to work on your business, when you're going to update things like your website and your Facebook page and your Instagram and all of those things. If you do not set business hours or business days for yourself, especially for those of you that are a parent, a spouse, or you work another job, whether it's part-time or full-time, this is so crucial for you, okay? This is crucial for everybody, but specifically if you have a place to be, this is really important for you because the biggest complaint that I hear all the time is I don't know how to show up in all of the areas very well. I don't know how to feel like a good mom or a good wife or a good business owner all at the same time. I don't know how to show up well for my business and my life. And I want to break this down for you. And then we're going to get nitty gritty into boundaries. And you're going to set boundaries, hard and fast boundaries today. And you're going to implement those in your business, even if it's hard at first. Setting boundaries at first feels like a restriction. But what you're going to find on the other side of actually having boundaries set up is you're going to find freedom. You are going to find more time in your day more energy to spend with those that you love um, and more time and energy to spend on your business in the right way. So I want to tackle the how do I show up as a good wife or a good husband or a good mom and a good business owner? How do I show up well in all of these areas? And there's a lot of different angles that you can take. But the first step I want you to do is I want you to just write out on a piece of paper, what does being a good mom mean? What does that mean? How do you even know if you've achieved being a good mom? What does being a good spouse look like? How do you know? Like, what are the tangible steps? How do you know if you've actually 
crossed that line or met that goal. What is a good business owner? How can you be the best of the best for yourself and your clients? And what does that tangibly look like? So I really want you to do this. Grab a sheet of paper and all the areas that you're trying to show up for, all the roles that you play. So those of you that might be teachers, how can you be the best teacher when you are at your job? Okay. So think about things like that. And so some questions that you can ask yourself is like paint that picture. So for motherhood, how do I know that I've been the best mom I can be? Number one, did I spend time with my kids today? It's an easy question. I can answer yes or no. And then it's probably going to be tied to my feelings at that point. So I might wake up one day or no, no, no. I might end a day one day, right? I'm ready to go to bed. Kids are asleep. Everybody like the day is done. And I start thinking in my head, was I a good mom today? And then I start going through the checklist. I might feel like I wasn't a good mom, but then I'm going to take it back to tangible yes or no questions. And I'm going to ask myself, did I spend time with my kids today? Yes. Did I provide dinner on the table? Even if, even if I drove through somewhere, brought it home, did we have a family meal together? If the answer is yes, then I've met, again, another expectation that I set for myself. And you just work your way through down the line until all of those questions were a yes. Let me go ahead and tell you, there's going to be days where the boundaries and the guidelines and the expectations that you've set for yourself, they don't all get a yes. That's life, right? That's life. But don't let your feelings be be the judge, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Don't let your feelings be the judge. Let these tangibles, this checklist that you have, and don't go overboard. If you think that every single day you're going to have a spotless house, all the laundry is done, um, you spent two hours with your kids, you went on a date night. I mean, like, come on, that is like a perfect world and none of us live in that, okay? Um, but you need to have realistic expectations. What is enough to meet your children's needs, your husband's needs, and your business's needs for one day? What is even the bare minimum that you can commit to, to where you know, hey, I showed up for the best I can be today. Okay, so that's what I want you to do. I want you to Keep going until you have questions where you can easily say yes or no. You can check it off or you can't. And that is going to help guide you through these boundaries that we're going to set. It's important to do this step first, because if you start setting up hard and fast boundaries and lines you're not going to cross and it doesn't reflect the lifestyle that you are wanting or that you are desiring, then they're not going to go together and they're not going to complement each other. So do this step first, okay? Paint out what everything looks like. Then we're going to start setting up these boundaries. So let's dive into the tangibles of boundaries. Number one, I already mentioned it, business hours. Again, when are you going to respond to clients? And how are you going to respond to clients or leads? This goes for leads as well. When will you be editing? Are you going to have certain times during a day where there's going to be a block of time dedicated to editing? This could be your children's bedtime. Once the kids are, you know, in bed, you and your husband have already communicated 
that you are going to edit three days out of every week and you are going to edit for an hour after your kid's bedtime for three days out of the week. The other remaining two weeks out of the work week, you can spend watching a movie with your husband, working out, going somewhere, whatever you want to do. But you have to communicate and set these business hours, okay? We have got to stop thinking that we're responsible for responding to clients in the middle of the night. No, you are not. Okay. That might be when they're free to fill out your questionnaire or when they're free to look at their gallery and give you some feedback, but you don't need to have um, that guilt trip of, oh my gosh, I have to be available 24 seven to respond. Red flag number one for a client that you don't need is somebody that thinks that if you don't respond in two minutes or less, that you obviously don't care about them. That is red flag number one. And if your leads are treating you like that, you need to run the other direction. You have the right to refuse service to anyone. And that is business 101. Okay. So quit responding to clients at all hours of the day, set up some boundaries. And some of you are responding to clients whether it's emailing someone back in the middle of the night or whether it's taking a Saturday to catch up on work, you know, you don't have to do that. And the cool thing about email is on most email providers, especially Gmail, if you want to, you can schedule that reply to go out on a certain date at a certain time. So if I'm ever catching up on communication on the weekend, I will not send anything right then and there. I will actually schedule it to send out on the next business day that I've stated I'm available and it'll go out at 8 a.m. at whatever that business day is. So these things are meant to protect your sanity, to protect your life and to protect your boundaries. So use them. Okay. Another business thing is a lot of you. And here's the thing. The reason that I can't give you like a, a sample outline is because guys, we all live such different lives, such different lives. Some of us work from home. We're home all the time and we can pretty much pick up our editing, our camera, our business and do whatever, whenever we want to. Okay. Some of us don't have that luxury. Some of you guys are working other jobs. And the only time you have to work on your business is in the middle of the night, for instance, or really early between four and 6 a.m. before you have to start getting your family ready for the day. Some of you can only work on the weekends. Listen, wherever you're at in your season, it is okay, but you have to be the one that draws the line in the sand. So for some of you, I will give you two examples because I feel like this would work for anybody. Those of you that work another job, you are not responding to clients during your other business hours. So if you're a teacher, let's say you don't respond to clients between the hours of 8 and 4 p.m., but you are happy to get back to them between 4.30 and 7.30 in the evening, or you are happy to respond to them on your lunch break or your planning period if your school allows you to do that. Um, and then for those of us that don't work another job, and this is our full-time job, then let's respect some hours. It's okay to say, hey, I respond to emails between eight and noon, my, you know, my time zone, and I will get back to you within 24 hours. Guys, there is nothing wrong with that, but y'all have got to set some business hours. Just because you are a photographer and you can work any time of the day 
It does not mean that you're obligated to. And the quicker that we all figure this out and all the photographers across the globe set boundaries, people will figure out really quickly that we're all one and the same. We all have boundaries and we all have business hours. So I hope that really kicks you in the butt for this portion of having a boundary, because I can guarantee you we can all raise our hand and say that where we slack the most is business hours, 110%. Okay. All right. The second category where you have to draw a line in the sand and have boundaries is saying no. Some of you can't say no to anything, even if it goes against your morals or your beliefs or your values. And you, you cannot be that way. You cannot be that way. You need to understand what you are okay with, what you want to do, and what aligns with you in this season. You can say no. And there are a million and five ways to politely decline somebody and say no, okay? You can say that you are full on that date, but you would love to point them in the direction of someone that specializes in that, okay? You can say no to something that you don't want to specialize in or something that you're not comfortable doing. And again, follow it up with a recommendation of somewhere else to go. If you don't know anyone else that does that, then you can simply just say no and wish them luck in their search. But you guys have got to start saying no. And a lot of times it's not even saying no to the things that you don't want or the things that you're not comfortable with, but it's saying no after you've already hit your session limit. One of the reasons that I make you factor in to your pricing for profit is because I want you to remember that you don't run a business 100% of the time. Okay, you have other roles to fulfill in your life. So a lot of you are really setting yourself up for burnout and failure because even though you've hit exactly the amount of sessions you need, you start getting like, ooh, more money. Yes, I'm going to go after this. I'm going to chase after this. But I want you to understand that the more yeses you give to clients is the more no's you're giving your friends. You're giving your husband, you're giving your um, significant other. It's saying yes to a client and no to your child. Um, And that's not to guilt you, but that's really to put this into perspective. Okay. Some of you need me to literally get in your face and tell you, stop taking more sessions. You've hit your max. You are done this month, right? Like high five, congratulations, close the books you know, feel good with what you have. And a lot of us are doing this from a fear-based situation. We fear that if we say no, that we might not get more sessions in the future. And here's the, here's the deal. We're entrepreneurs. We own our own businesses. It is always going to be up and down roller coaster. That's what you signed up for. And if you're not comfortable with that, you probably don't need a photography business. I know that is really bold to say, but it's really true. Okay. You have to get behind and understand that you will have high months and you will have some low, low months. It still happens to me eight years, eight years later, it's still happening to me occasionally. Okay. Not as much as it used to, but it's still happening. Okay. I've been in your boat many, many times. It's okay. All right. But once you've hit your, your maximum, or once you've hit your profit goal for the month, 
Um, and even, and I'm talking like maybe not even this month, but I'm talking like those of you that have sessions on your books for fall, it's going to get really hard to tell people no, because you want to take everybody. You want your name out there. You want to expand your business. You want this amazing family that came to you, but you need to go back and you need to remember that you set boundaries for yourself for a reason. Okay. So, um, say no, it's okay. Say no. Okay, the next thing is last minute sessions. This kind of goes with saying no, but at the same time, for those of you that are in an earlier um, season of your business, or maybe you had to put your business on the shelf and come back to it for a different season, some of you are going to have people approach you more last minute. And I just want to give my opinion and maybe not necessarily a boundary here, Um But for me, I don't schedule anybody at all if they don't book me within three weeks in advance of the date that they want. Typically for me, like I said, again, I'm in a different season than some of you. So don't, this is not, this is not a humble brag. It's not okay. But for me, I'm, I'm pretty much booking out anywhere from three to six months in advance. And so I don't really have to worry about this anymore. But for those of you that do, you still need a boundary. You still need a cutoff date because here's the deal. If you keep taking last minute sessions, like they want a session this weekend or they want a session next weekend, that doesn't give you guys enough time to fully prep and prepare these people for their session. And then what you get wound up with are last minute people, last minute wardrobe. You're going to be frustrated because you thought that this was going to be awesome. You took it because maybe you needed the session or you needed the work or you needed the money, whatever the case might be. But you're going to wind up really disappointed because it was last minute. So you need to have a cutoff. I recommend for everybody um, two weeks in advance at the bare minimum. Um, and other than that, it should technically be like a month in advance and work your way up there. But I promise you the minute you stop taking last minute sessions, you will see an increase in your, in your client experience. You will see an enhancement in the quality of, um, sessions. I mean, you just will like, it's just the way that it goes. So keep that in mind, draw a boundary for last minute sessions. Some of you are saying, I'm having a hard time setting a boundary when it comes to choosing what's urgent. What do I work on first? Everything seems like it it matters in my business. So here's the deal. When I am putting together a monthly project list, right? What is urgent is that I take care of all of my clients on the books first. So do I have style boards? scheduled for everybody? Do I have style consultations scheduled for everybody? Um, Have I, you know, made contact with everybody since they've booked? Have they opened their emails? So I take care of clients that are already on my books first before I ever, you know, try to make something new or update a website or find myself uh, trying to go on a reels marathon project or something like that. So make sure that you are prepping clients, you are editing galleries, you are doing everything you need to do to prepare for the sessions that are coming up. 
and that you have met and you have followed up with all of your leads. You want to do all that before you ever pick up a project. So again, have some boundaries. Do you really have time this month to work on a reels marathon? Do you really have time to create 30 reels just because you know you're supposed to be showing up? Or would your time be better spent sending thank you notes out to your past clients that you've seen so far, following up with all of your upcoming clients? Like where would your business benefit the most right now? And that is where you spend your time. Okay. I, everything seems like it is urgent. Everything. It will always feel that way, but it's not. You need to say, you know, just run a checklist. What needs my utmost priority right now? Sometimes it's your business. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes I set goals for myself. So at the time of recording this, I wanted to have my final edited brand new website out for the world. And I just, I don't, it's had to be put on the back burner for six weeks in a row. I work on it a little bit when I have some time, but honestly, it's just not at the top of my priority list. As cool and as awesome as it is, and you guys will get to enjoy it one of these days, um, I just, it's just not important right now. It's not urgent. So I have to put it at the bottom of the list. And that's probably what you guys need to do too. Now, there are so many more areas where boundaries can be crossed. And a lot of that is at what point are you over communicating? At what point are you crossing a boundary line of being a professional and being someone's friend? And you guys need to be really careful about this. So these are some boundaries that I see that are crossed in the photography industry a lot. Number one is treating or talking to your clients, treating and talking to your clients as if they were your BFF. Okay. It's all right to want to have a friendship with your clients, but that's for another time and place. The way you communicate, the way that your words are coming out of your mouth, the, the sayings, if you will, that you say, you just need to double check everything that you're sending because you set the tone for that relationship. So if you start being super casual and BFF and like you don't have a care in the world um, and like it's just amazing, then you're going to be really butthurt when they approach you and they treat you the same way. And they think that you're going to do favors for them all the time, or that they can talk to you a certain way, or that they can cancel their session at the last minute and like, it's all right, hey girl, put me on your schedule for like next month, right? You have to be careful with the way that you're speaking to somebody. You've got to have a line of professionalism before you ever get to be that person's BFF level, okay? Friendly and BFF, two very different things, okay? So yes, you do not need to sound like a robot. You do not need to sound like you work for a corporate position in a seven-figure business. Like, that's not what I'm saying, but please watch how you communicate with clients because it matters. And I see this all the time in all the photography groups. Another thing that I see that's really kind of irking me, and I feel like this needs to be talked about, there is just such a lack of actually serving our clients and treating them like humans. We treat everything like a business transaction. And I want to be really careful. And I know this kind of is like, hmm, I, you know, you just said, to be professional, I did, but you need to understand you're working with people. 
you are working with another human being that has other priorities that also plays 7,000 roles in their life and is a mom and is a wife and maybe they're a future bride. I don't know. They're whatever you need them to be for your photography niche, but also understand like they don't owe you anything. We have such a self-entitlement problem. And I know that uh, Kendra Harrell was talking about this. She's actually one of my business coaches this year. And um, we, we talk a lot about this and we just don't like the sense of entitlement, like thinking that our clients owe us something. Guys, no, they don't. It's all right that they ask you a question just because it was in your contract. Did you read every word of the contract you got from whoever it was that sent one to you? I highly doubt it. Did you go through the terms and agreement for Venmo when you signed up for it? I doubt it. (laughs) And you have questions. And I just want you guys to be very careful because with boundaries, this is a boundary. Please don't ever cross the line to where you start thinking that you are entitled to something or that your client owes you something or that just because you're a full-time photographer or a professional photographer with a fancy camera that because somebody threw a filter on your image, they need like they owe you an apology. No, guys, they don't. And you just have to understand that while I don't love when that happens to me, they're still human. They didn't know. They probably slapped the filter on and really didn't think two things about it. So before we get into attack mode and before we take on a spirit of offense at every dang thing that's thrown at us every single day, can we just for two seconds snap out of our feelings, snap out of the entitlement and really just think about, wow, this is another human. They have feelings. They have emotions. They are not a professional photographer. And hey, they probably were really busy and actually didn't read my contract. You guys have got to stop relying on contracts to get your point across. Contracts are there to legally bind you two together in case a huge law is like broken um, or someone breaches the contract. But quite honestly, really nobody's reading them. And so I just want to remind you guys, we are more than just a professional and your clients are more than a business transaction. And I know that this totally went sideways into a, into a side tangent, but this is something I've wanted to say for a really long time. And this is a boundary in your business. Please treat people the way that you would want to be treated. Do you want your photographer to send you that ugly message about how disappointed they were that you threw a filter on their image? No. Do you want your photographer to hunt you down and basically like point out to you all the things that they did wrong or that you did wrong and how you broke the contract? No. And I'm just giving the contract as an example, because this is what I see people complain about all the time in photographer groups. So please remember, I'm a human recording this for you, teaching you, showing up week after week to pour into your business. And I know you're human. I know you're not going to remember every word that I said. I know some of you can't even remember the name of this podcast, right? But I'm not going to come hunt you down and be like, stop tagging me, tag the podcast name. Like that'd be ridiculous. So this is your friendly reminder that you are dealing with the human as well. I really want you to show up a little bit better. And I'm not saying you're all doing this wrong and you're doing a bad job. I don't know. Right. But I just want you like, let's just take a step back human to human. 
Let's serve this person. Let's stop worrying so much about the business transaction. Um, and let's just treat them like the amazing person that they are. So we covered a lot today. So pick the boundaries that you need in your business. I'm sure there are so many things I did not cover here, but I really want you to think about the boundaries that you currently have in your business. Have you just kind of gone with the flow? Do you even have boundaries or have you found yourself being a 24 seven, 365 day business? You don't have to be. And I challenge you today to really take a look at your business, figure out where you need to have some boundary fences come up and then start implementing that into your business today. Find better ways to communicate with your clients and keep showing up because you have a gift to share with the world. And I don't want any of lack of boundaries to be the reason that any of you throw on the towel or you get discouraged or you lose sight of why you're really here. So I'll catch you guys on the next episode.